Kia ora, everyone. Welcome back to the Kahao podcast brought to you by the Kahao ETL program. And I am here again. I'm Millie and I'm part of the Kahao ETL program team. And with me is the founder of Manawa Honey, Brenda Tai. Hi, Brenda. Kia ora. Hi there, Millie. Um, thanks for having me join you to um, explain about Manawa Honey. Yeah. Yeah, we're very thrilled to have you. Can you tell us more about your background, you know, introduce maybe your um, your backstory and how you started this business of yours? Okay, so Manawa Honey uh, was founded uh, by the Tuhoe Tua Whenua Trust and I'm one of those trustees. And um, we were looking for ways to utilise the lands that we're responsible for, which are 9,000 hectares of bush-clad mountainous country that uh, surrounds a place called Ratahuna in the heart of the Urawera, the Urawera Forest. Okay, so it's uh, not a farm, it's not a plantation forest, it's all native, and we thought one of the best things we could do is to set up a honey business. And we took um, uh, took those steps early in 2010 and we've been building the business ever since. So it's all it's just grown organically um, because we are taking our people with us. So we use the business as a platform for developing our people and not just uh, seeking uh, to develop the business for profit. So it's really just a way in which we can um, gain uh, um, business activity and that provides opportunities for people to learn how to do the different jobs and then to develop their careers and their skills and abilities um, from what in our situation here in Britannia is a lot of people are not well educated and there's not a large labour pool. So we just um, have worked uh, with our people to um, through this business. It's uh, really about the development of our people first, and then obviously about you know the, having a successful business and producing good product for our customers, and then um, and then it's about uh, being able to invest back into our land as well, back into our forest and enriching our forest over time. So there's a number of things going on around what we do as the honey business. It's really just a means to another end. Yeah, you know, I like how your business is actually coming from a deeper purpose of developing your people. So uh, that one is really very inspiring. And it's also very common among many indigenous entrepreneurs that you're not just doing business for the sake of business, but there's actually a purpose behind that. So mm. just out, yeah, so just out of curiosity, um, personally, what will be your background for you to brave the idea of going into the honey business? Well, um, really, we just did a feasibility study and we were told that the forests that we have will not produce a lot of maruka, which is where the money is. And we said, oh, no, you know, we're not worried about the money. You know, we just need to set up a business, you know, for these goals that we have around developing our people mm -hmm. first. 
And, um, but then, you know, can we produce enough honey to sort of make a bit of money? And yes, we can produce volumes of honey in our region. And so there was no, uh, you know, we've been beekeepers somewhere else. So now we're going to do a honey business. I, I was a, I had done hobby beekeeping. And, but I finished beekeeping because I don't like these things anymore. So, you know, I've given it up here. So, um, but, uh, but we thought it was something that might work here. So we started from zilch, from really nothing. And I've never done a commercial beekeeping operation and none of the staff had, nobody in Rathahuna had. And so we cornered our son-in-law at a bit of a party one night and said, you know, we think you'll be a really good beekeeper. We'll send you off to train. How's that? So we sent him off to a friend of ours in the Wairarapa and um, got him to train. And, you know, it's sort of that's the story. And we, um, he went there for a couple of weeks and came back. And you don't learn to be a beekeeper in two weeks. So there was a lot of learning as we go. A lot of, you know, Googling stuff and um, ringing yeah. people up. What do we do now? You know, we've got some beehives. <laughs> what do we do next year? And, um and Mooney, and you know, I had a little bit of an idea about beekeeping. Well, because I'd been a beekeeper, hobby beekeeper, so I understood the basic process. But to put together a commercial operation is another thing altogether. But yeah, we worked at it, and you know, and we've yeah. done it over the years. As I said, we've just grown it organically. You know, we've not tried to beat any records in terms of the growth of our company. We just want to uh, make sure that it's sound, the growth mm-hmm. that we make, and. Um, that we're really developing people as we go along and that takes time mm. so we have to give it time and um yeah and that we're building a good foundation that we're putting in place the systems and um not uh, you know overextending ourselves here yeah, because mm. we're mm-hmm. yeah it's hard enough work as it is and it's a bit of a challenge from a place like Rathahuna when your people are having to learn from scratch you know everything yeah. that you do so when I have a staff member move on, you know, we bring somebody in who's, you know, doesn't know anything really about what yeah. we do. And you can't recruit, you know, from our labour pool somebody who's already knows what to do. Yeah, so um, it's a bit different to other businesses where they're recruiting mm-hmm. for people mm-hmm. who have actually got the skills. And that's part of the challenge of what we do. But it's also the most rewarding thing, you know, one of the yeah. most rewarding things in what we do. Mm. And I actually yeah. think that it's, it, it is what makes this business amazing is, you know, you don't have to be an expert at something before you actually go into that business. You you can have training, you know, you can educate yourself like what you did and you could learn as you go along. So yeah, yeah, what I'm actually learning from here is you don't need to be like the super perfect expert at something, you know, definitely not. just the passion will be enough. Passion to learn and the passion to proceed. So I was just wondering before you, because you're part of the Kahau ETL program 2020 and you were able to graduate. And I was wondering before Kahau, was the business already running like a traditional business? Did it started not as an e-commerce? Yes, I would say we're pretty much a traditional business. Uh, I think that's, I understand the term you're using. Um, I have to say right at the beginning, 
um, we thought that our honey would like be really desired and um, easy for us to sell as a kind of a special kind of honey because of the mm-hmm. beautiful place in which we produce it and the outstanding um, taste and quality of the honeys that we produce. But um, that wasn't the case. You know, the industry, when we went to sell our honey, just wanted to give us a price that was um, – uh, not very high and sort of yeah. was down just with every other kind of bush honey. And we said, oh, no, you can't do that. This is from Theodoweta. You know, this is special. This mm. is magic honey. And um, no, it didn't cut it. So we decided to go to brand in 2013 with our first, um, our very first uh, decent crop of honey. And um, then we thought we would, just be able to um, instantly export it. And then that wasn't the case. And then we thought, oh, we'll just go online. We'll just sell it online to the world. It'll be easy. You know, people will love it. You know, they'll go mad about it. And, um, you know, because it's just such great honey. But that didn't happen either because we didn't know how to set up the platform. We set up a a website, um, but we didn't know how to set up e-commerce. And um, so we had this kind of like really infantile kind of, uh, you know, website and um, internet presence. And Mm -hmm. we just had no idea, you know, what we needed to do in terms of marketing um, to make things happen. So um, that we actually sat like that for years. And um, when we realized, like, you know, after a few months, we thought, well, that's not the uh, solution. We then took a more traditional, but years ago, you know, we actually thought that we could do e-commerce, but we didn't, I don't think they even had the term then, but we thought that was the way to reach the world. And and that was the way we didn't need to do all this other stuff, all this traditional channels. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyway, we had to change our church and, um, and, and Eat Humble Pie came back to that we needed to um, go into, um, selling to retailers throughout mm-hmm. New Zealand and really work on our domestic market. So, yes, we were in um, in stores uh, from, you know, the length and breadth of New Zealand and tourist yeah. outlets. And then uh, a few years ago, we went into Countdown. And so we're in Countdown supermarkets, most Countdown supermarkets throughout the country. Nice. And then in 2020, as we all know, um, COVID hit and um, tourists couldn't come into the country and so immediately no sales and you know 20 percent of our business we lost just like that and then in countdowns we thought that things would carry on but we then also it revealed that tourists were actually a huge proportion of the purchasing of honey in in countdowns and supermarkets and so without tourists in the country, there was a massive impact on our business. We had to look at other solutions. So, you know, there was the whole thing about pivoting to e-commerce at the time. And I went, mm, you know, we're not a service industry, you know, that needed to get up online so you can pick up, come and pick up your takeaways at our place, you know, not on contact and all the rest. But, it's, but we still thought that the e-commerce was the way one of the ways forward for us, we've got also got other strategies which are about export and um, uh, and also extending a little bit in the New Zealand market. But um, and, you know, 
definitely e-commerce. So uh, that's where we started our journey and and we started with just teaching ourselves because we were locked down in Rutahuna and um, there's nobody here that knows anything about e-commerce. So we reached out to uh, our networks across the country and took advantage of the training opportunities that were online, that became available online, you know, in a way that we'd never been able to get in the past. And so, um, you know, it opened up a whole new world for us. And so we sort of thought, oh, we've just sort of got this kind of get up there and we'll learn it and then we'll be all good, you know. And then we got up onto the first kind of step and then we realised there's this whole universe, <laughs> there's this whole universe that goes, you know, forever. It's like a mountain, yeah. you know, of, of steps that we have to take in the whole world, in this world of e-commerce. So uh, we're still learning, we're still learning. Mm-hmm. But um, we, one of the steps that we took was to join Kahau and I put three staff onto that onto that journey nice. and that's to train them but they were working in it at the time and that you know it was directly they were able to directly apply it in their work so mm-hmm. yeah it just um, dovetailed into uh, the stage that we were at in developing our e-commerce um, operation yeah. so just out of curiosity Brenda how many like in percentage how much did your business grew after you entered the e-commerce, you know, platform? I think that was, was that, you know, Shopify that you were able to get into? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We didn't actually use Shopify because we just made a choice not long before that because we were developing, we worked out, we worked out we needed to do more about e-commerce mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. we came into Carhol. And um, we'd made a choice to use WordPress. And so we had a bit of a debate um, with Travis and co about going to Shopify. But I've decided to stay with where we were, even though I see the benefits of Shopify. But Mm -hmm. however, um, everything else that, you know, that you do around um, e-commerce, you can definitely do it. And lots of people across the world do, of course, you know, using WordPress. So um, so in terms of us, um, the development that we undertook in 2020, including what we did with Kahal, yeah, we weren't doing much online before that. But so, you know, we were working for a pretty low base, but we lifted things, you know, 500%, you know, and more. Wow. And um, so it's been a great growth, but um, we're still, you know, we're, we're still looking to shift it a lot further. And we know that we can. But we have to do that um, internationally. And that's hard to do from New Zealand because of shipping costs. Okay, so it's the shipping costs that are your real barrier. And so we've got to set up operation in other countries. But we will set up e-commerce operations. And we're working now on doing that in the States, for the for instance. And mm-hmm. um, and working with a partner to do it in the UK, et cetera. Yeah, so but we um mind-blowing just mind-blowing 500 (laughs) percent yes yeah but i mean it's still in the small market we're still in the small market Mm -hmm. so you know that the numbers can be scary you know really Mm -hmm. huge once you talk about um bigger markets but uh so but that's the kind of growth that you can get just um but systematically working at all of the elements of e-commerce yeah that's what we've learned uh, we yeah we, we learned a lot uh, through 
Carhol, there's no doubt about that. The, the beautiful, I'd like to talk about Carhol. I'd like to focus on that sure. um, because Carhol um, took, you know, my young staff and I didn't know. I was busy trying to train myself to just, to be, you know, just to be ahead of my staff, okay, because um, nobody else knew how to train them. Like there was nobody else. So I had to try and school myself up to then be in a position to try and train them. Well, then along comes Car Hole and I go, oh, good, right. I'll just send them to Car Hole and they'll learn it all there and then they'll help. They'll actually be able to help me because there's no way that I could train myself and then implement it all. I'm too busy doing other things. But I had to lift enough, I had to gain enough knowledge to be able to understand where we needed to go what direction we needed to take in relation, you know, with, with regard to e-commerce, et cetera. And the more we got into it, of course, the more I knew that the, we're, this, is, this is where we're going, yeah. Mm -hmm. But my staff haven't had the business experience that I've had, okay. So they do have, they're definitely, um, you know, internet people. I mean, this is their world. This is their world. And so we were able to put them together um, through Carhole learning the e-commerce skills so that they could actually uh, go ahead, get ahead of me, which was great because I was becoming a bottleneck for our development in this area. And, um, and they definitely then just could race ahead of me. And so they got, I said, well, now you're doing it. Yeah, and you work it out. And I was able to delegate it entirely mm -hmm. to them pretty much you know for them to to uh to implement what we needed to do so uh the training for that was incredibly helpful it was so helpful because mm -hmm. it i was able to do more than one staff member was the other thing and um and because they then had a common understanding you've got some critical mass and you've got so that they're able to sort of work things out if they didn't know the answers they could sort of toss things around and then what happened with one of my staff members is she became so competent, you know, she became quite competent that she was noticed. And she was noticed right. in, the, in the process that flowed out of Kahal was that we took on the Fari Huka Huka was doing some consulting for us and doing some coaching and some extra work with us. And then one of my staff members decided that she wanted to move to Hamilton with her uh, to live with her boyfriend and um and that meant she would leave us and I was like what you can't I've just trained you you know and um but what happened the second thing was I thought oh you've got to find a job and you see in the year that we'd been doing that training I said to her you know really what you do now is digital marketing you can look for a job in digital marketing well as it turned out she didn't need to look for it because the Whare Huka Huka actually asked her to go and work for them. And so she went straight from us to them based in Hamilton. So she, so this is what really we found so wonderful about Kahau was that it actually developed her, not that she could just do a job for us, but that she could then go off and get a job and sure. develop her reputation and a career for her you know, out there in the bigger and wider world beyond mm. Radahuna. And that's a huge achievement for us. That's yeah. really important for us. And it's 
obviously was a really important thing for her, but we're so happy for her that she's been able to do that. And then I thought I would be bereft because I've lost this staff member who's such a good, um, had all these skills in digital marketing from doing that training. But then the one of the other staff members who had played, you know, bridesmaid or second, you know, to her and hadn't had the opportunity to do it, I asked her to step up. Mm-hmm. And of course, because she'd had Kahal training, she could step up into doing the website administration, doing, you know, the social media marketing and uh, the main, and especially the web design was key. Mm-hmm. Was uh, and so she is now doing that. Yeah, so she just stepped up into it. It's just great. Yeah. yeah. So she could go. She could go off and get a job like that too later <laughs> on. But in the meantime, I wanted to stay with me because I need it. Yeah. <laughs> this is exactly why we want to do mm. what we do, and I, we like to develop the capability here in mm-hmm. Ratahuna uh, because that's we know a lot of businesses would rather get the capability. You can get this capability anywhere in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was important to develop it here so that we're in a good position to not just do the job, but to design strategies so that we actually understand enough about what we're dealing with to be able to choose what it is that we will do and how we'll do it here. So. It's really nice to hear three stories in one video, you know? Yeah. Like I'm hearing about your story and the success of two of your staff because mm. of the training that they got. It's it's really like um I think a win-win, not just for you as yeah. a company, but also for your people. Now, yeah. actually, in Kahao ETL program, currently we have 172 students that yes, we are absolutely. training. <laughs> yeah, and and um if they are watching you right now. Yeah. What will be the e-commerce tips and hacks that you could actually share to them? Because they're actually currently launching and they're moving towards their um, their graduation on February. Right. So they're about to launch their website. Some of them have already launched. What will be that, you know, tips and hacks that you could give them? Okay. So the key thing is um, Kahal will direct you on uh, all aspects of e-commerce particularly with regard to market your digital marketing and uh, using social media that's what we understood the program to be at the time and we found that um, is powerful but um, it needs to be on the base of a really good uh, website in terms of SEO so um, you can you've got to have not just what you do in social media but your website has to have a really good um, SEO basis. And a lot of people are going into this stuff without the SEO. And Mm -hmm. in the end, they have beautiful websites. Somebody showed me a beautiful website the other day and I said, but nobody will search it. They won't find it. It just won't be found because there's no SEO in the name of the website and the way in which Mm -hmm. it's constructed. These are not terms that people search. So, you know, um, just get that right as well. I know it's a lot to squeeze in alongside all the other learning and SEO does take time, but it's like growing a tree. You know, the sooner you do it, the sooner you get the benefits from it and the benefits from it can be significant. So that's my advice. Mm. Yeah. Thank you so much. Get it done. 
yeah. <laughs> and get mm. it done. Mm. Thank you so much, Brenda, for that. So for those uh, uh, in our audience who would like to, you know, reach out to you and check out your website, maybe connect with your company, where can they find you? What is your website address? Okay, so www.manawahani.co.nz and Manawahani NZ is our handle on you know, social media. So you'll find us um, working hard with social media still. <laughs> <laughs> working on it. Good job. <laughs> um, yep, still working on it. And mm-hmm. we've, yeah, we're working on a website too. We're always working on it. It's an ongoing investment of time that, build, you know, it's building your brand and it's building your presence um, mm-hmm. over time. And we're seeing the results of that. And, uh, you know, we're a good, AM, a good, we're probably a good 18 months now into our strategy. And, mm-hmm. you know, we haven't gone as fast as we thought we might have. So those grow that we expected greater growth than what we've got. But um, a lot of our growth now is coming off actually off SEO and, mm-hmm. um and we don't do the advertising. And so if we doubled our, doubled down with advertising, you know, we get the growth, but we're uh, not investing in the advertising. We're just uh, learning a lot more about and just generally developing our presence on, in social media and not driving through advertising. But that is the... That is the rapid way to do it. And what you learn in Ha Hole, that's the rapid way to do it. Yeah. 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 And, uh, but we're just doing our thing. And it's, we're, as I said, we've been doing, we've grown organically over time. And we're not trying to break any records here. So we're just, um, we're constrained a bit because of the COVID thing has yeah. made things a bit tough. And sure. so yeah. we're just not, we don't have the, the numbers of people on the ground that are needed mm-hmm. probably to, really take full advantage of the opportunities that sit in e-commerce so um you know i'm not your i'm not your record business that you could put up um we're we're just uh but we're achieving things in terms of our people and um but it's limited you know we don't have many people i can't just bring somebody on and all of a sudden we'll take Mm -hmm. off so we're working up that capability and taking people on uh, slowly and training them up and building our capability in this area nice. and nice. so we're looking to a good 2022 yep looking to a much better year this year yeah that will be very uh, a very promising year for everyone especially yes, for those who will be launching their online store so mm. um before we end brenda do you have any encouragement like encouraging words that you would like to give out to our graduates to our upcoming graduates in the kahao etl program well if you've done kahao you you've got you've got the goods you know you've got the tools you've got the knowledge so um, what do you need to go with that? You just need your energy and your, you know, your love for what you do and, yeah. and you know, and, and the direction about where you want to go. And then you just get on and do it. Hard work. Get on with it. And mm-hmm. um, it'll come. Yeah. So um, some people might expect instant results and some, you know, like, you know, really rapid return. But and some people will have the kind of product that might get you there, you know, that something goes viral and the way you go and next minute you just can't cope with the orders. Others, it's just going to be, a, you know, more like what we've done. It's an organic thing and it mm-hmm. grows over time. But you know what you're building over time is something that's really solid. 
and um and you know so just have you know take heart you know you know get up yeah you'll do it you'll do it yeah okay you got that you finally kekaha hi yeah so uh, thank you so much brenda for your time we really learned a lot from you and yeah thank you so much guys for tuning again here in the kahao podcast with brenda tai the founder of manawa honey um catch us again in our next episode so this is kahao podcast brought to you by kahao etl program e-commerce for indigenous by indigenous kakite Thank you for listening to the Kahau Podcast by Kahau Itaau Program, e-commerce for Indigenous by Indigenous. Support our mission to uplift the lives of 10 million Indigenous people by following us in our social media channels on Instagram and on Facebook at Kahau Itaau Program. Should you wish to learn e-commerce with us, send us an email at kahau at twh.co.nz. See you next time. Matewa.